Are you a single parent? Do you battle with the guilt and frustration when dealing with your kids? How about your work-life balance? Do you feel it teeters more than it totters? In this episode, I talk about being a single parent, the myths and stigmas attached to single parenting, as well as the unquestionable rewards. Together, we will also explore the two factors that drive most of our decisions, how to cope with the financial and emotional strains, and ways to find balance in the world of solo parenting. Hello, and welcome to Heal, Love, and Grow with Hasina. As a single parent, since the day my daughter was born over 17 years ago, I've seen my fair share of stigmas and assumptions about raising my child alone. You know what they say about assumptions, right? One of the very first questions I get asked when someone finds out I'm a single mother is, when did you get divorced? Well, in order for me to have been divorced, I would have had to have been married first. That's right, all those South Asian women, or Auntie G, as we like to call them, you can have children without being married. It's mind-boggling how many times I've gotten the response, but you weren't married. How can you have a kid? Now, I'm not here for a sex education lesson, but if you really need to know, pick up any Hollywood movie made after 2010. Or, for my South Asian viewers, watch Salam Namaste. And if you're still confused, well, let's just say there were no storks flying over my home. I made a choice. I knew I wanted to have a child. Was the situation and timing ideal? No. But is it ever really? When we're kids, we think of all the things we want to accomplish in life before bringing another being into it, or the financial strains. And when we're older, we worry about being too old or far too into our career. For me, it was a no-brainer. I wanted a child and the clock was ticking. I wasn't even supposed to be able to carry a child. So having the opportunity to be a mom was nothing short of a miracle, and not one I was going to give up because the other half of the equation wasn't where I was in my life. So I made the choice to do it solo. I will admit, I hadn't realized how expensive kids were until I had my daughter. I always thought it was just something parents would say as a form of birth control, but the truth is, they are expensive. From diapers, to growing like weeds, to keeping up with the latest fashion trends and devices. And let's not get started on university costs, something I'm starting to face now. The cost never ends, but that doesn't mean that it's impossible. I've learned many tricks and techniques to help with the rising costs, like starting my Christmas shopping in the summer, or selling used items online to save for newer items, and yes, even saying no when it just doesn't work in my budget. One of the biggest influencers in our decision-making process as single parents is the notion of guilt. Guilt that our kids don't have the love of two parents, or the lifestyle of a two-parent household, or that we can't give our kids everything they need. So, what do we do? 
We give them everything they want and set no boundaries. This is something I was guilty of as my daughter was a toddler. She had every Barbie toy there was on the market. Why? Because I had this belief that buying her things would make up for the lack of another parent. Her father was in and out of her life, and I took it as my responsibility to give her more. But when I couldn't, as I became ill, she got more time with me than gifts. She actually appreciated the time together more. Some of her fondest memories are of things that we do together, like learning math with candies or decorating our Christmas tree each November 1st. Never have Barbies ever been part of her fondest memories. That is when it hit me that time is the most valuable thing you can give your kids. All you gotta do is show up and be there. For parents that are ridden with guilt, Try changing your perspective. If the other parent is involved, even slightly, show them how lucky they are to have twice the celebrations and twice the amount of love as each home has 100% of their love and attention when they're around. And if the other parent isn't involved, show your kids how much love and attention they get of yours and how you are their biggest cheerleader without being guilted into buying them the latest and greatest of devices. My daughter knows my pom-poms are always ready to cheer her on. I've met single parents that do not believe in saying no to their kids. They will and have literally flown their kids to Disney World and bought them iPads because it was the only way they would spend time with the parent. Let me tell you something about kids. If they know they can manipulate you, chances are they will. But if you set boundaries, be reasonable, and have them work for what they want, they will appreciate it and you even more. When my daughter wants something now, she has to work for it, either with grades, chores, or even working to pay for a portion of big ticket items. Saying no doesn't mean you love them less. In fact, it means you love them more. You care about them making healthy choices. You're equipping them for the real world and you're creating responsible human beings, not entitled rugrats. Something I plan to talk about in another episode. So what is the other biggest influencer in making decisions? Frustration. For my single parents out there, you may be shaking your head. You know, you have those moments when you're emotionally drained, trying to juggle work and kids and finding you have no time for yourself. That one more fight between siblings or one more dirty unrinsed dish has you screaming through the rooftops like a mad person. Yep, been there, done that. Most single parents aren't born millionaires like Daddy Warbucks with a driver, a butler, and a housemaid to do everything for them. So a lot of the burden falls upon us to manage it all. We end up wearing every hat, like the village people in a YMCA dance routine. But what happens when your financial means run out before the month does, or your child has scribbled on your table requiring hours of cleaning that you don't have? 
you get frustrated. The frustration from the lack of support, whether financially or even emotionally, can leave you drained. There were times when my daughter was first born where I ate bread and butter or mac and cheese just so I had money for diapers and bills. As she grew up and costs or time constraints left me worn thin, I would find myself snapping at the smallest of things, displacing my frustrations on her rather than my situation. Which brings me to my first myth. The myth that single parents are all on welfare. This is so far from the truth. In the many single parents I know, each of us has worked hard, made our own money, and have not fallen into the stereotype of baby mama breeding. I own my own home, and I've been saving for my daughter's university. But that doesn't mean it isn't hard. Having one income with the growing economic costs is a real struggle that many parents face. Two-parent families are finding it difficult to make ends meet. Imagine cutting those means by half and still providing for a growing family. I found tapping into community groups or building your own single parent group can really help with the emotional and financial stresses. I used to run a group where we would do free activities and each parent would bring a snack to share the costs. We even took turns in watching each other's kids by arranging play dates, a cost-effective way to get support and interact with other parents. That brings me to one of my other questions I get asked often. How do you do it? You mean, how do I pay all the bills on time, keep my kid off the street, put a roof over our heads, food in our bellies, and not end up in a mental asylum for trying to keep it all together? You just do it because there's no other choice. And honestly, there are many rewards. More than there are struggles. Like when your kid calls you first to tell you exciting news or messages to say I love you every morning or when they want to spend time with you because you matter to them. The rewards are endless. I often get parents who ask me when to split or will say they're waiting until their kids are settled or older before they do split. To that, I respond with, What environment do you want your kids growing up in? If you're in a nuclear family, but you're always fighting, are the kids really getting the best of both parents? If you wait until they're older, what are you teaching them about love? That it's better to be miserable and sacrifice love to be a family than to find yourself and use your energy towards giving your child or children the love they deserve? There isn't a magic number, so ask yourself, what environment are they being raised in? Are you giving them the best chance for happiness and for yourself? Because let's face it, kids mirror a lot of what we do. You know that saying, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree? One of my greatest pet peeves is when a parent that has a spouse who may be away on business, says they feel like a single parent. Let me remind you, you have the financial support, you have the emotional support, and even though you may be home most of the time with your kids, you are not 
a single parent. As a single parent myself, I could go on and on about this topic, but for today, I want to emphasize a few key points. Like one, single parenting can be a choice. It isn't always a product of divorce or relationship breakdown. Two, single parents aren't always wanting to collect welfare checks. In fact, most of us have raised our kids by working hard and providing the best care possible. Three, parenting out of guilt and frustration does nothing to help and can in fact harm your kids in the long run. Four, being in a one-parent family can have more love, especially when there's no fighting with another partner. Five, Parenting when your spouse is away for work is not single parenting. Six, financial strains are tough, but saying no at times when it isn't in your budget is not the end of the world and can teach your child the value of hard-earned money. And lastly, just show up, be there, and be involved. It really is just that simple. If you want information on dating as a single parent, check out my podcast on online dating, an offline personality crisis. And for tips on parenting a teen, check out my podcast on parenting a teenager. To my single parents out there that are exhausted, frustrated, and lonely, that are giving it their all for the sake of their kids, you are enough and you're amazing. Thank you once again for joining me on Heal, Love, and Grow with Hasina. Until next time.